Okay, this is a test. We are recording. Okay. Now, test number three. I think you can get it, like, as close. Like, right here? Close? Like, is this too close? No, that's not too close. Okay, I, I was just breathing a little dramatically, so if you hear that, that's not how I normally breathe. But I also <laughs> think that you could even get, like, closer. I'm, like, four inches away from this mic. Yeah, I think you can get, like, two. <laughs> I, oh, I just got feedback, so maybe not this close. Okay. Okay, like, I mean, I, I think you could eat that damn mic <laughs> and be okay. We're still working through some audio things. And welcome back to Hype Queen's podcast. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, where we share our stories, our motivate ourselves and others, and build a community of Hype Queens that support each other all day, every day. That's Erica. And that's Bob. And like she said, we're working through some audio stuff still, so bear with us. And just a reminder that everything we say is ours and not representative of any entity or company we may be working with. Hell yeah. These mics are nice. They are really nice. And it's, I don't, it's really tough to like get everything set up consistently the same way every single time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of the same thing as a manual camera. You have to just really tweak the settings. Every time. Every time. Yep. I saw this meme on Instagram today and it's totally worth sharing in my opinion. Maybe we'll reshare it on our page or something. Yeah. It says, is this lady, is this picture of this old, she looks like. An older Italian grandma in, like, Long Island to me. I really can't picture what that looks like. Okay. It looks like she, like, makes Sunday dinner. Okay. And she just made Sunday dinner a little bit. Okay. And it's a, and she's raising her hand, and she's got brass-ass knuckles. And she goes, and it says, raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by your own taste in men. And then hey. it's like her just being like, oh, yeah, me. <laughs> All and us. I saw it and I was like, you. Oh, so do you feel recovered from our weekend adventures? Surprisingly, no. <laughs> Same. Here's, this is what happened. Friday night, we had a round robin party with my neighbors. Okay. And Wait, so, what is that? Okay. It, brand new. And so it's a brand new thing. We have, I live on a street in the country that has five houses. Okay. And none of us like really met each other before. There's two neighbors that we talked to and really the other two we didn't ever meet. Mm -hmm. And we've had a little riffraff out here in the summer. So we decided, somebody decided that they were going, that we should do this round robin like neighborhood party. Yeah. And so we started at my house. And we had drinks at my house, and then we went to the next house, and we got appetizers. And then we went to the next house, and we had dinner. Then we went to the next house, oh. and we had dessert. And then we went to the last house, and it was, like, drinks again. Okay. That's so, super cool. Yeah, it was all of us. And there wasn't too many people. There was maybe 15 of us with kids. Okay. And so uh, I was fine until we got to the last house, and mm-hmm. we started drinking jingle juice. And I don't what even... What is jingle juice? It's WAP disguising to be an adult beverage so it's just wop with it's a different essentially name essentially wop <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to babcock house everybody but she served it in these wine glasses that she like my the, the last neighbor went all fucking out okay. for this and she had wine glasses for this jingle juice with uh sugar around the rim that Ooh. she had set way early so it was like I, it was just like so bougie 
And I just started sipping on that juice. Yes. And it fucked me up. And good thing about it, I just had to walk across the street and I was home. True. But I woke up the next morning and I signed up for a cycling class at 7 a.m. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I had, I woke up and because my, both my parents were with me and we all left kind of around the same time and we were all like, what is it, that jingle juice? <laughs> And so I woke up the next morning and my mom was like, you look like shit. And I was like, yup, because I feel like shit and yeah. I'm about to die and I have to go cycle and I'm so I was still. That sounds really intense. Yeah. I mean, I snapped out of it as soon as I walked into the cycle studio Okay. and I really had a good workout and then I went swimming and I had a good swim and I went to Starbucks. Okay. But I didn't drink my. Jingle juice just sounds like really. It sounds like. Like if somebody's like, hey, I'm bringing jingle juice. I'd be like, okay, I'm there. Yeah. Like, it just sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no. It was good. Jingle juice is definitely an interesting drink. And it is off limits for me for the rest of my life. You're never going to drink it again? I hope not. No WAP? No jungle juice? No jingle juice? I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm interested. So, I got to to Friendsgiving and Spanksgiving. We call it Spanksgiving. It's our big Friendsgiving event that we have every year. Yeah. And I still had a headache. Oh. Like, I came home from the... From the pool, and I didn't even drink my Starbucks until after I took an hour and a half nap. <laughs> okay, I, I totally have done that where I get a coffee, I go home, I take a nap, and then I drink said coffee cold, like because yeah. I fucked up. Yeah, I put it in a cup and I heated it back up hours after I bought it. Yep. And I didn't really eat much so that at Thanksgiving, I like fasted. I don't do that intermittent fasting thing, but I fasted so I could eat as much as I wanted. I've actually heard that that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, people who do eating contests, like, eat normally. Yeah, I'm sure. And I also, (laughs) I I made a food note, and, okay, so I am in this, like, wellness program, and my my dietitian can see all my food that I log on my fitness pal. Okay. And I put food notes in. Do you you have to put drink notes in? I'm supposed to. Okay. (laughs) And that's, I'm not as good with that, because I lose track. Okay. And I put in there. You know, I had this big meal with my friends, so I didn't really eat much during the day so that I could eat yeah. whatever I want. And, oh, I got a love note this morning that's like, probably don't do that. <laughs> so. Okay, thanks. But it was good. I mean, like, it took me a little bit to work into it at Thanksgiving. I know. But I, I ended up having a great time. Yeah, it was I so fun. In, drank some beer. I know. The night before, I closed at the restaurant, and so I didn't leave until about 12.15 in the morning. And this guy that I was, like, kind of seeing was like, oh, do you want to grab drinks and talk? And I was like, my body said, no, bitch, you need to go to sleep. <laughs> but then my mind is like, no, bitch, you're not 84. Yeah. You're 26. <laughs> you can go out for an hour and a half. Yeah. Be home by 2.15. Go to bed. You're sleeping in tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm happy I did. We got a couple drinks, got to explore some new bars I hadn't been to. But yeah, the next wow. morning I slept in, got ready. Of course, didn't give myself enough time. We ate like Jimmy John's delivery mm-hmm. <laughs> in between packing the car and <laughs> yeah, got to Thanksgiving. And people were probably like, why do you call it Thanksgiving? Why do we call it Thanksgiving? I know, don't even know I am, if I know. I was, me and our one friend are the only, so this is the ninth year that we've hosted Thanksgiving. Yeah. Obviously, our friend group has changed and grown mm-hmm. throughout those nine years. But the original one, me and our friend, are the only two originals. You are an OG. You I'm are an a OG. VIP. OG VIP. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's just the two of us. 
Um, but next year I'll be year 10. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. I just love that everybody brings all this good food and we just like drink and then eat and then drink and just hang out and play Everybody games. goes around the circle and says what they're spanksful for. Yes. What were you spanksful for this year? For all of my friends that listen to the podcast. Yes. Hey, love you all. Yeah. I was on cup duty this year in addition to other duties, but... <laughs> in addition to other duties. I seriously almost... I almost bought souvenir cups for this year. Next year. But I'm saving it. And I'm designing them. Is Centennial 100? Yeah, it is. Yes. It's not that one. We have a few more Spanksgivings before. It's the decade. Just a few. Our great-grandkids will have the Centennial. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I mean, are we still going to do this event when we have families? We talk about it. I think I want to. I, I feel like... So the group really cannot, I feel like, grow much more because now as we're getting older... Families are going to start growing, and so our number is already like 20, and it's yeah going to be like 40 before and we I know think it. That's why I was so hellbent on going to the bar on Saturday. Yeah. Because I know someday that we're going to have families there, and we can't just legally lock our kids in a kennel. You know what we're going to have to do? <laughs> I can totally see us all like bringing our children, having the day with our children and together, and then like having like three babysitters come over to watch these like 15 kids while we all go out. 15? <laughs> And, you know, like, when we get older and we do this, are we going to have to start, like, getting hotel rooms? Are we all – I don't think we're all going to be sleeping at the same house for forever. I don't know. Everybody tap in here because <laughs> – Somebody needs to get a big house and continually yeah. host is really what needs to happen. Hopefully. I mean, I, it's an event that I'm pretty confident will We'll have continue. to have a kid's table someday. I'm That's dreaming. Weird. I'm not at the baby fever moment. But I'm dreaming of these moments with our friend group. I'm, I really just can't picture them quite yet. Like, I, I'm excited for them, mm-hmm. but I just can't physically picture them. Like, it was funny how this weekend, one of our groups of friends, one of our two friends, the only married couple, mm-hmm. <laughs> was just kind of like talking about like life plan, like moving forward. And the next step is kind of like getting a house and then mm-hmm. getting a dog and then having a baby. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, we're single, so that's, like, kind of hard to fathom at the moment. You can dream Mm -hmm. about it. But I was just like, wow, shit is changing. Like, it's – there's time. There's plenty of time there. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that not more of our friends are at that stage. Because I feel like – I feel like everybody else is. I feel like everybody (laughs) – literally everybody else is there. At least living with a significant other. Yeah. And – Somehow, a lot of us lucky souls ended up in the same friend group. It that was meant don't, to be. I mean, it is. Is it? I don't. I, I think, I think so. so. I do think everything happens for a reason. Yeah, and I just, like, I somebody just messaged me on Facebook for my address. Okay. From college for a wedding. Yeah. There's no other reason why a random person from college that I haven't talked to in years right. messages me on Facebook for my address. Yep. Like, I know I'm getting a save the date. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I, none of us like. I mean, there's maybe a couple of friends that are in relationships that might get there in the next couple of years, but... Right. Like, for the majority of us, just are doing our thing. Which right. I think it's kind of nice. I agree. I'm not mad about it. Me either. Like, I, I would be happy mind. either way, but... It's kind of overwhelming. Like, for me personally, it's kind of overwhelming <laughs> at the moment, and just probably because I'm just not there. Mm-hmm. But to think about that and be like, wow, bye, like... Buying a house is in my future, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, I can't imagine like all these 
changes. Yeah. I guess. I'm I never thought I would struggle with that. Like I never thought like in my life plan and when I was younger what I thought about like how my future would be like I never thought that these would be things and I'm not saying I don't want them mm-hmm. but I just can't vision them as clearly as I used to. I'm equally as far away from them. Yeah. But I struggle to vision them more. Mhm. It's really weird. Yeah. And I remember when I first met you and we would okay, we would like drive around my favorite memory the nor the neighborhood and just sit in my car and for talk hours. for hours like she would take me home or i'd take her home and we would just we'd get to where we had to go and park and park and just sit in that damn car and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and then it would I be mean, like 11 30 and i, I mean like, it was the best it was the best those were the moments that i think really made our friendship especially when i lived in that efficiency yes that was that year we did this a yes. lot yes mm-hmm. and i remember you telling me you know, I wanted, I wanted to be married or in a relationship by now. And I wanted to be married by the time I was 26. And I wanted to have my first kid by the time I was 28. And I was, and I, my I remember, whole life plan that like 16 year old me concocted. And, but yeah. And I mean, you, you were so confident that that was going to happen. And then just over time. And I kind of was in the same, I grew up wanting to be Cinderella. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of was in the same boat, get it all done before I'm 30 type of mentality. <laughs> Yeah, true. But, and and that's like what happened with my parents. Yeah. And by the time I hit 23, that's when I was really like, oh, this isn't going to happen anytime soon. And, and I really think only in the last year and a half, two years, I think I've finally convinced myself that there is no like deadline for it. Right. And I totally agree with that. Like I finally have like, Cause I don't know why, like growing up, I had that like master plan. I was like, "This is what is going to happen." Yeah, like that's just stupid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I had the it, same. When does any of that ever? Like, when can you ever plan anything like that? Right. <laughs> but I think I honestly think that that's why I struggle to vision it now is because I didn't meet my original goals, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. But that's why I can't picture it because, like, I'm definitely like. I'm this weird mix of spontaneous and planning, mm-hmm. and that shit I planned out. Yeah. And so now that I'm like surpassed all of those, <laughs> I'm just like, hmm, what does this look like anymore? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know what I would like and I'm patient to get there, but I just can't picture it as clearly as I used to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. I think yeah. that's actually preferable because then you're not setting expectations right. that are unrealistic. Yeah, for real. And totally for real. I got a dog before any of this. Yeah. And she's currently sitting on my lap and I am absolutely obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, that wasn't in the plan. Right. I, that was the plan after I got married, before I had a kid. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to be a lot more focused on myself. Yep. I guess. Yeah, for sure. And less focused on the future, more focused on the present. Yeah, I totally agree. It's something I've noticed too for in myself. In some ways, like I'm, training for this big event next year and that's planning for the future but i have to be so present with it mm-hmm. that because if i'm not then i'm gonna be screwed but right. i'm starting to just like do more things like that that are more concrete yeah and, and uh, what's the word definite yeah like i know what's gonna happen yeah like and i i was thinking about this the other day too i never like eh, in my life plan that I young me had I knew I would have a career and Mm -hmm. I knew I would have a good job and I knew I would do something I would like doing Mm -hmm. 
but like focusing on my career was never like a step that I like planned out. Okay, this is so crazy because me either. Yeah. And now like that's what I'm doing. That is definitely what I'm doing. Like I'm taking steps in my career honestly earlier than I thought I would be doing some of this stuff. Yeah. Like low key. And I just have to keep it like, you know, that's the step I'm in right now and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm focusing on that. And like you said, I'm focusing on me. I'm doing things that I like to do. I'm enjoying myself while I'm young. I'm trying to work off. Like I'm working two jobs so I can like pay some more bills and just like live Mm -hmm. comfortably. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, still struggle, but not struggle. Yeah. That's so funny because I never really, I mean, if you could have asked me when I was younger what I wanted to be when I grew up, I didn't ever have an answer. Oh, I did. (laughs) Job, the job was never... And I think that's why I kind of struggled with school a little bit because yeah. I was so lost. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's one of the biggest decisions I have to make. Right. And it's one of the biggest things in my life. Right. And <laughs> I guess maybe I don't like, wow, I'm sorry. I'm just like flabbergasted at how different reality is from dreams. So different. And <laughs> I was thinking about this too. I'm just like, if I would have followed, you know, followed the plan to the T's, like I would have been a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. I would have gone to college for four more years. Fuck that. <laughs> could not. Absolutely could not. Um, I would be in a way different career path. I'd be in a way different place. It would not be Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably wouldn't be doing this podcast with you. Probably not. Like weird stuff like that. And I think about like where I am now. And where I thought I would be at this moment. So 26, my goal was to be married by this point, probably buying a house soon. I low-key can't even fathom doing what I'm doing while simultaneously doing that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Like, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) God, this is such a weird-ass time. It is a weird time. And, I mean, for a hot minute there, I was just, like, comparing myself to my parents because I look up to my parents so much. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have parents that are still happily in love, not without their challenges, but my dad has, is like, he finally likes what he's doing with his job. Yeah. My mom is really successful with her job. They raised me and my sister, I think, to be pretty decent people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, I just look at how they had their life and for the longest time I was like, well, I want my, I want what my parents did. Mm-hmm. And when it wasn't the same, I was like, oh, I'm a failure. Yeah, I, I would agree. It, not for my parents, but just like, yeah, when you don't meet these like uh, unpredictable goals that you set for yourself at a young age when you literally yeah. don't know anything. And you know what? I've started to like really change my philosophy on dreaming mm-hmm. and setting goals and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people, like when I say things like, yeah, it's okay to dream, but it's also way more okay to be realistic. Yeah. People are like, they kind of like look at me like, okay, this bitch. <laughs> but I think that that is I more agree. my mindset right now. Yeah. And I, I feel like that is healthy because like obviously you want to have these big dreams and whatnot, but to mm-hmm. get there you have to have these smaller attainable goals. Yeah. and it, Otherwise you just feel like you keep failing and failing and failing and failing. Well, and then at the end of the day, it's like, what do you have to do to survive? You have to make money. Mm-hmm. To buy food and have water and have, have a, a good roof. place to live. Yep. And I mean, I try not to revolve all my life around money. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta have that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. And I do like being able to 
do my biking stuff and that costs money and I have my dog and she costs money and yeah I like to be able to have my car to drive to see my friends and that costs money and so I've realized that a lot of maybe some I didn't and like I didn't even have any dreams of doing anything I never really dreamed of being a singer in Los Angeles I never really dreamed of mm-hmm. like these things that I could have mm-hmm. that were very common other dreams yeah. yeah other people's dreams I don't know I'm just my mindset is shifting from fantasy to logical really like and I a lot in the yeah. last two years yeah and I I do feel like it's like the age that we all are Mm-hmm. I feel like that 21, 22 to 30 spree is just a crazy time where everybody is developing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this on the way here. We all are similar in like what's going on in our lives in some respects, but there's so much that's different. Yeah. Like both you and I are working on our careers right now, mm-hmm. but your next biggest thing is probably fitness. And my next biggest thing is like making money to pay off debt. Mm-hmm. And then like you can like connect one bubble to another person in our friend group, mm-hmm. but then they always have like that other bubble that's crazy. So yeah. like to compare you to our one friend who is also focusing on his career, but then his next big thing is like becoming a pilot. Yeah. And then like, all I don't know. It's just so interesting. The priorities in all of our lives and how some of them overlap, but and then the rest are so vastly different as we are like creating our futures. And I think it's so difficult this time because for until you're what a lot of us have four year degrees. So until you're 21, you have always been lumped in a group. For sure. So if you're not a natural born leader and like outside of the box thinker and just creator and influencer, mm-hmm. it was okay because you were in a class of people that you could follow. Yeah. And you were never alone. Yeah. And I think that's been a really, I guess I didn't realize how, how much I leaned on other people around me. Okay. Until really, really recently okay. when I was like, if I'm going to do something, it has to be a hundred percent for me and, and nobody else has to do it. Yeah. And I'm not like a lot of the things that I want to do in life. I haven't done because nobody else has done them yet in my close circle. Yeah. And I think that has been the biggest lesson that I've learned in the last year is just because other people aren't doing it doesn't mean you can't and just because you're doing it doesn't mean that other people have to and that goes with job that goes with priorities that goes with fitness that goes with living where you're living that's such a good point that goes with and and I mean I feel like I've grown up intensely in the last six months yeah and just I mean being very I guess not comfortable but logical yeah, definitely location. becoming more logical. Location and- isn't a barrier for me. I can still do what I want yeah. where I'm living. I know that I have 40 years left in my career. Fuck, but... <laughs> Fuck. Things aren't going to happen overnight the way I want them to where I'm at. Yeah. So being a lot more patient. I mean, I mean, I fell in those traps of like opening my heart up to all my friends and all my family all the time about all my struggles at work. And I realized over time that that was becoming a burden on people and like I wanted people to feed into my feelings because I didn't want to feel like I was alone mm. and so now okay. I mean one of my friends just took a new job uh-huh. and it's honestly kind of helped me not get worked up as much anymore and okay. I was like wow I you know like everything is okay I was really nervous when she moved on yeah and everything is okay yeah and that's really the moment that hit me where I was like you can be independent and you can do things 
for yourself and you can make decisions yeah. for yourself dang yeah I mean, okay now that you like pointed out like i see it i yeah. get it like for me too it's it's crazy and huh. i mean that comes with a bunch of like, like a little shug meditation and right looking at myself in the mirror and just like self-reflection and i'm like starting to prioritize that a little bit more yeah and i just feel like i have not felt this calm in a long long time because i finally understand that philosophy of life yeah and for so long i just like that trained to be part of a group yeah i that it's probably why this time is so difficult. Like it you is. Said, you're just oh kind of, you know, you, they say you're just thrown out, but like in that mental respect, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's super hard, I think, for every single person to transition from yeah. school to not school. <laughs> and like, even like for my job, that's something that I have, I know I vocalized on here, I vocalized to you, is like, I'm the only one I know that does what I do yeah. at my age. Yeah. And I struggle with that so hard. Yeah. Because I feel alone. I feel like nobody can actually understand the struggles and what I have to do and just like my life in that respect. And I know there's, there's others out there and like, mm-hmm. I need just need to find them, but yeah, damn. Yeah. I mean, and it, this, this is such a new way of thinking for me, Yeah, but I sleep better. Yep. <laughs> I, I can come home and think about other things. Yeah. I don't get worked up about, you know, people that I work with anymore. I don't get yeah. worked up about the status of my position in the company. I'm actually excited about the future. Yeah. I think it, it's a very formative time of the immaturity within a career. Yeah. But I'm glad that I caught it this early. Oh, for sure. Because it is early. And I was really shook because I feel like a lot of people, I don't really don't want to sound narcissistic or conceited. Okay. But I feel like I have the personality that could be a manager or leader. I would agree with that. And when I, I, when I realized that I was actually pretty codependent on people around me, I was like, shit, can I do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. can I be a leader? Yeah. Could I handle it? Could I be independent enough and like yep. confident enough to make decisions? Do I have enough confidence in myself? So then I really had to do that. Yes. You, you know, whenever you have an idea, say it. Whenever yeah. you, you know, you're not doing stuff just to do stuff. You're doing stuff because it means something. Yeah. So make it mean something. Yeah. And this has been like literally the last two months. Okay. That's really good. I feel that. I'm also focusing on my breathing too much now that I'm like not breathing okay. normally. Breathe. <laughs> it's okay. Have you noticed me like going over because I'm realizing I'm not breathing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was because you're burping all the time. No, it's literally because like I'm noticing I'm just not taking breaths. Okay. <laughs> it's like when well, I I'd focus... rather have you breathe than not. Right. So fuck. It's so funny. Like even if I like if I focus on my breathing when I walk upstairs uh-huh. and if I focus on it too hard, then I like screw up my natural rhythmic breathing and then okay. it like becomes hard because <laughs> I'm like focusing on like, okay, you have to take a breath now and then you have to exhale now. And so I'm just like. Um, Anyways. Okay. Anyway. So. Obviously, we're in these, like, present, small, attainable goals, like we were talking about. Yes. But, like, I still have big dreams, too. Yeah, me too. Like... 100%. I want a nice little hobby farm. I want to be comfortable in my career, have a family, you know, just be happy. Really, I think that's just the big dream. I really don't know where, how, what I'll end up as, but I just want to be happy. Yep. I agree. I want... 
I want a husband. I think. Yes, I do. I want a husband. Yeah. I think... I don't know how I'm going to be in a relationship, but I think I'll be pretty chill. Like, I don't think it's going to be horrible. Okay. So, I'm just kind of going with the flow. And if, if the person clicks, the person clicks. And yeah. There's a lot of people that aren't clicking, which is fine. True. Because I want my husband to be a clicker. Yeah. And I want two kids. And yeah. I want definitely to live in the country. Okay. And... The friend, my friend, one of my friends, she has a hobby farm. Yeah. And she just has cattle and she has chickens I just want and she has that. ducks and she's got dogs and cats and she's going to get some goats and she is probably going to get another dog soon and they live in this valley where there's no cell service or very little and it's so pretty and there's like bluffs all over the place and I think about that and even I think about where I live now and I'm like, I would love to live here with a family. Yeah. This is what I want. And- Two years ago, it was, I want to live in a city. Right. And I want to be in the middle of it all. But priorities change. Yeah. But I also think that it's okay to, like, work towards things like that. Oh, my God, Even yeah. through the logical thinking. I think having a house with a family is a pretty realistic dream and realistic goal. Right. So. It's pretty, I feel like that's most. Yeah. Most people's end game. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Someday. Someday we'll get there. We got time. It will That's what happen. I keep reminding myself. There's time. You're not married by 25. That's okay. I would love. <laughs> right. There's lots, of, there's lots and lots and lots of fucking time. Oh, man. And there's so many people that are like, you're so young. You're so young. And I honestly, like, I used to hear that. Like, even when I was like 24, 23, and mm-hmm. I feel, I felt old. Like, I felt like my life was just going so fast. Mm-hmm. I still feel like my life is going really fast. Mm-hmm. But when people say that, it is a reality check. Like, 26 your mid 20s even like 30 i was gonna say i think that 30s even young. 30s <laughs> yeah like it is young in the grand scheme of things i do believe you know personally like get as much done as soon i don't know you never know how long you're gonna be here right and so i you know take every day as i can and do as much as i can mm-hmm. but yeah it is young like we are young we are so young i look at casey neistat and his wife and she was 40 when she had a kid yeah. My mom was 40, 42, I think. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer to have my kids by like 35. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, I can't force myself. And then I always tell myself, I'm like, it's probably going to happen and I'll know immediately who I'm going to marry when I meet him. And then it'll be really fast and it'll, I'll blink and then I'll get married. I'll be married. And you'll you know? be like, what the fuck was I so worried about before? Yeah. Same with like your career and then your, the next big steps, like getting a house or getting a dog or doing whatever you want to do or traveling or yes, moving up at work or. And I think a lot like more that. opportunities have started to fall in my lap since I started changing my mindset. Yes. Into being a lot more like I'm trying really, really hard to be patient yeah. And I'm trying really, really hard to not compare myself to anybody. The hardest. That is the hardest to do with, I feel like, for people our age. It's so hard. Cause you've and been, like I said earlier, we're all so different and going through all this different shit. Forever. You've yeah. been compared with your GPA. In your groups. Your grades. In your groups that you're put in. Yes. Like you were saying. Like, it is so, I think, and, and I think it's just like such an, a, it's something that's talked about, I think, a decent amount. Yeah. But it's not understood enough. Like, you are for the first time in your life you are not compared to anybody else yeah and that is really really scary yeah because it's not there's no more comfort blanket right 
There's no bubble to put you in there's to nothing, compare yourself to no somebody benchmarks. else. Yeah, benchmarks. Mm-hmm. There's so much unknown. Yep. A hundred percent. And I, I mean, I finally figured out that I was really challenged by that being a big transitional thing. Yeah. And it took me this long, took me almost four years yeah. being out of a classroom to like really figure that out. I feel like just tonight is now I'm figuring it out. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> I guess I'd like, it was one, it's one of those things where I've like thought about it, but I didn't think about it. I didn't put it into words like you just did. Like, holy shit, that's for real. Yeah. And I feel so much better now. Yeah. I feel so, I feel so good. Yeah. I feel like even when I started this podcast, I was like, Eeyore about life. Eeyore. Constantly mopey and dopey with a, rain cloud over my head it was rough for a little bit it was it was rough for a little bit that's and okay now i'm like i've noticed the change in you really i've noticed that at least like negativity towards where you are change for sure in the last like two months recently yeah totally recently yeah and i feel so good yeah i think that's really important and i want to share that i hope everybody gets there i'm like inspired to meditate and do yoga tomorrow morning dude <laughs> i think <laughs> Oh my God, there's a yoga co-op in Lake Mills. A yoga co-op? What is that? Yeah, so it's super cheap yoga and it's all volunteer based. Oh, fuck me up. Why do I live here? I know, right? And then I think about it and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm getting involved in my community and we're doing really good things. I'm going this week. Oh, and it's, yeah, it's like a co-op. It's a cooperative. So you pay, I mean, it's some stupid cheap amount for compared to regular priced yoga. Yeah. And all the instructors are, they do it in the free time. So there's a ton of instructors. There's got to be something. And it's like such a really nice, it's a really nice studio and it's super cheap and they just basically make enough money to run the place and they do a lot of different classes. And I started gratitude. I think the big thing that made me change my mindset was I started gratitude journaling. Okay. To start focusing on the positive instead of the negative. Yeah. And like, especially when it comes to my job writing down things that I really liked yeah where I was at really helped me stop focusing on the negative so much because like those negative things are still things for me right it's just you're thinking about them in a different way yeah you're not focusing on them and 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 I don't take that as settling I take that as and like and just I don't look at it as I'm just dealing with it Mm -hmm. I take it as I know that I have to be a lot more strategic in the way I think about things yeah. And strategic in the way I communicate. Yeah. So that I don't look like an asshole. Right. Because I was starting to look like an asshole. And assholes don't... People don't want to work with assholes. Right. Yeah. I also feel like we're too young to be assholes yet. We don't know enough. No matter how much right? we Right? I'm know. like, oh my God, I don't even have a kid yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to worry about a mortgage or like frozen pipes or... And we've only been in the industry for four years. Yeah. I think about that too and I'm like, I have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Some things to worry about, but not as much as I could. Yeah, that's fair. I just want to, like, give a shout out to a friend of ours. And you know exactly who I'm shouting out right now. Okay. And I'm just, as I'm, like, focusing through this, like, crazy part of life, I'm just so incredibly proud of how brave she is for focusing on her career and moving it forward. Wow, I feel like I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Don't okay. If you cry, I love. The, I'm just, I love feeling things. Dang, I just like feel a lot of emotions towards her, and 
I just want to give a shout out to our friend who is doing like the scariest thing ever as, and I feel like it's something, let me just spit it out. So she got this, she applied and got this crazy promotion Mm -hmm. to be a territory manager. And Mm -hmm. it's like so, so cool. It's a really hard position to get into. And like, she's only the second female in the United States to Mm -hmm. hold this position. And it's an incredible, incredible step in her career path. Yep. But also being her friend and watching her make this decision has been really inspiring too because she had to make a lot of hard choices. Like she has to move across the country. Mm -hmm. She has to leave all of her friends and her family and go somewhere she's never lived before. I don't even think she's ever visited. Yeah. And do a new job in a new place alone, virtually. And like that is scary as hell. Mm -hmm. But like holy shit is that so like such a strong empowering move career-wise and for building your future that i'm just like in awe yeah no i'm incredibly proud like i'm just so in awe and like proud of her every single fiber in my body has nothing but excitement and like like she told me and my heart started racing because i was so excited for her Mm mm-hmm and my jaw dropped. And I definitely, like, personally had to take it a little slower. Like, at first, I, when she told me, of course, I was proud and happy. But I was also so sad. Mm-hmm. That, like, one of my best friends is leaving. Yeah. But now that I've sat on it for two weeks and I think about it, I'm just like, holy man, this is the coolest thing ever. And this was the right decision. And, like, everything's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. And I always – so I'm going to shout out an account. Yeah. And I want everybody to go follow, follow on Instagram, Rural Gone Urban. Mm-hmm. R-U-R-A-L-G-O-N-E-U-R-B-A-N. I need you to use it in a sentence. <laughs> Rural is like one of the hardest words to say. It really is. Um, so I met this woman. Her name is Brooke Taylor now. And she used to work with my mom in the agency world. And um, I follow her on Instagram. I've been following her since I met her. Because she's she is, I would say, a very influential agriculture woman in agriculture in communications like she is like i know her from that realm which you and i are both really involved in Mm -hmm. and it just came out a story just came out about her she had a baby maybe three months ago now and on the same day that she had her baby she was diagnosed with breast cancer that's just crazy and she's been sharing her story so incredibly much in such a beautiful inspiring way and i think that Everyone should go follow her and read her posts and understand that if you, this, I read her posts every single day. She posts every single day. And I just think who, how selfish I am for complaining about not getting paid enough or something silly like that when there's other people that are going through so much more. Yeah. And Brooke, since I know her, I take it, I mean... I don't know her like that well. Definitely mm-hmm. skimming the acquaintance level. Yeah. But it is just inspiring. And I would love... If I I, they're doing a t-shirt fundraiser right now. My family's going to buy some t-shirts. Um, she's she's going through chemo right now. Then she's going to... I think... I believe she gets radiation and then a double mastectomy. And then she's going to uh, maybe all get... All with a newborn. All with a newborn. Wow. Yeah. And then I think she's going to... It's up to her whether she gets her ovaries and all of her other reproductive organs taken out. Because she has this mutated gene okay. that um, 
she's more susceptible to get breast cancer and other cancer. Okay. Reproductive cancers. Yeah. Um, so she's strong and fighting. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. That's so Yeah. Like Good Morning America, ABC, Fox, all of these news stations are covering her story. Love What Matters came out with a story about her and her and the process. Yeah. I'm going to leave all of her information in the, in the episode description. That sounds really good. Yeah. Damn. Uh, That does make you humble. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Just a mm-hmm. reality check. Things could be a lot worse. Or you could be going through a lot more. You could be going through a lot are. more. And she's wearing it with a smile. But, yeah. you know, she doesn't want to hear... What she wants to hear is cancer sucks. She doesn't want to hear, you know, mm-hmm. at pretty much anything else. She's just very like, I'm going to make it through. So don't try to make me feel like I'm not. Right. But, um, yeah. I just think about her a lot. And I don't even think she remembers me. But I definitely think about her a lot. That is really cool. That's a good story to follow. Yeah. Damn, go her. All right. Well, shit. Definitely follow her on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram if you're not already. Yeah. <laughs> Hype Queens Podcast. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. And I think the biggest thing, honestly, what I think the biggest thing is, if you like this podcast, please, please, please share it with a friend. Send the link. Take them in a comment on our page but share the love yeah i think word of mouth is the best way and we would love to reach as many people as we can yeah share our stories Mm -hmm. motivate ourselves and others and create a queendom a queendom of hype queens that support each other all day every day every day thanks for listening we love y'all number 23 in the books love you bye Bye.